to school, back to school, to prove to dad that I'm not a fool. I got my lunch packed up, my boots tied tight. I hope I don't get in a fight. Oh, back to school, back to school, back to school. Well, here goes nothing. Welcome back to Two C's with a pod. As always, here's your host, Ed Andy Cavanaugh at WMC, WMW. What's your Twitter handle, Matt? I can't even say it. It's WMC Hammer 33. So it does kind of rhyme if you look at it like that way. And before we get started, Big I, got, I got something for you. Stuff. Okay, I got let's something hear. for you. Ready? Okay. Today's pod is brought to you by our good friends over at Cornerstones. Cornerstones is a video cast exploring the music of Fish and the Grateful Dead, cover to cover. Episode one drops September 1, and it's definitely something you're going to want to be in on ground floor. Go give them a follow over at twitter.com slash cornerstonephgd. Once again, that's twitter.com slash c-o-r-n-e-r-s-t-o-n-e-p-h-g-d. Cornerstones. Look wow! There. First that ad was read, dude. We got a we got we got a sponsor. Sponsors, it's getting real now. Um, we got on a both sponsor. ends, both of those things are getting very real. But no, that's um that that's amazing. For one, I appreciate you doing that, and for two, that was like really good. That was a good read, man. I mean, that was solid, solid commercial was, voiceover work. I mean, coming from someone who's done some of that work, you know, dude, it, it was all the copy that I was provided. I mean, those guys over there, they're geniuses. I mean, yeah, that, but that you, is a great yeah, A operation. You really sold it. Yeah, but you, your inflection was there. Yeah. You got well, a good you got a good voice for the for the business. You know, I, I think when you have a product that you're it's like it, that you know that you believe about. in, you're excited <laughs> about. You're a user. You're a content consumer. Yeah. You know, like I don't know, man. You're I mean, a consummate professional. You you're you're just gonna give it that little extra extra oomph. Like That's I haven't right. I have this argument with our corporate office all the time where they don't believe tips should be something that a fast casual restaurant like has like a tip jar or a tip line or anything like that. And I, yeah. And I'm like, listen, the employees 100% will give you better service. Like in a place like that, 100% give you better service. When I mean, there's a, even if it's a dollar, correct. Like, um, I think within reason. I think to me, like a tip jar is probably the 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 easy compromise, because then it isn't something where people are like going. It's a percentage thing. But even if people look at a percentage of what they're spending in the smoothie, you know, for a smoothie, you know, they're surely not going to be tipping a huge amount anyway on a line. But I just think a tip jar would work just perfectly because you. I mean, I don't think you necessarily always feel the pressure to put money in a chip jar if it's just a tip jar does that make sense so i think it's like super low key you don't have to do that you know and and yeah it's an easy way for the employees to just earn a little bit of scratch like well it's very silly and most people when they tip they are tipping the employee of course they're tipping for that 
that certain now uh, we're i would hope so you can't i would hope so you can't help what the product for a lot of scenarios i mean in the smoothie maybe in your guys' scenario it's a little bit different because you are technically making it and serving it in a sense something you know right like you're mixing up the drink and yeah does that make sense yeah i mean our people are actually like when you you ever back before coronavirus did you ever go to bds which one? At the BD's, BD's Mongol, the Mongolian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love that place. Really okay, so, enjoy that place. Yeah. So you yeah. go, you go Couldn't to BD's. Imagine going there now. now yeah. yeah, exactly. Like it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a do not fly for me. It's, like, it's a, a no that's fly a, zone. That's a uh, yeah, red line. We got a red line at that place. That and the uh, the steam room slash sauna at the gym. No. Do not enter. Just, Native. Just uh, thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> um, but at BD's, and yes. I think I've told this story before. Like we sat down. And the waitress comes over, she gives us the bowls and you know, you guys get four buffets. Yep. Sure are. What can I get you to drink? Anybody want rice tortillas? You know, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll just feel. take some, take some rice and some tortillas. Then you take your bowl up and you fill it up. Right. Yeah. You put, put yeah, the, yeah, the, BD, the, the yeah, all that put stuff. It, put and the, you like put, pile it up to yeah, the, rim. put the seasoning on it, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, then yeah, you the, take the, it over and then, then the guy cooks it. Of course. Then you go yeah. back, you sit down and eat it. It's heck of delicious. Sounding delicious right now. The waitress comes over and says, everything tasting okay? Well, listen, if it doesn't, it's my fault. It good, that's a good point. That is a great, yeah, that's a really serious <laughs> No, this tastes like shit. That. This is the worst thing I've ever yeah, had. I, I, this I, need is garbage. Free, I need a free meal. Yeah, actually. <laughs> your, if you know. your cook is a piece of, like, no, it's your fault. And so I was telling Carol, I was like, you know, now I'm, expected because this is table service right table service i'm expected to give her 15 to 25 percent yet my people do more for their customer than she does literally she she takes a she takes a drink order and yes uh and brings back uh some rice if we want it and then stops by and goes hey you guys want another bowl that's yeah, it. <laughs> no, no, no doubt. I, I, I genuinely, I genuinely, and typically think you should be tipping the best you can. I, I do think there's levels of service and levels of amount of tips. It, it boils down to like a Sonic person, you know, like you used to be when Sonic people would come, you give them a dollar, you know, and that's, you know, or something like that, maybe a little bit, or maybe you didn't, it doesn't, you know, it never was like, forced to do yeah. I, I think it's similar in some ways to like a bds where maybe it's up from a dollar you know or just a couple beans but in some ways it's no different than like a buffet like you said and really if anything i think they have little chip jars at the cooks they do right yeah now that yeah, makes more sense right <clears throat> like to me that makes that that they are technically doing I mean, but in some ways, like you said, they are just warming it up at that point. I mean, they could just, you know, they might as well just have a microwave sitting there. I mean, would you give a tip for someone who was like, ah, three minutes? Okay, you know. Well, it's like uh, like at some of those airports. Like I remember the Charlotte airport. They had the guy in the bathroom that would hand you like oh, a mint and the I towel. Know. and the, Why do they and do you're that? Like, oh, that is the, gotta be the weirdest thing. Now I got to tip this guy a dollar for going to the bathroom. Exactly. Come on, man. And I don't want to, I'm like, anytime I walk into a bathroom that is unattended, I'm thrilled, right? Like, I'm like, yes, I got this whole joint to myself. It's like, you know, it's great. And and you know, what is a person in there sitting there? It's terrible. What's the first thing you're going to do when you land off of a two and a half hour flight? 
You gotta go. You in gotta there. go to the bathroom. It's a scam, man. That's a scam. <laughs> that guy probably makes about two hundred G's a year. You know, just in tips, just, he, right? Because he, he makes two hundred G's. He claims thirty exactly. grand a year. Exactly. People carry cash with them all the time because you know you're flying or whatever. So you got a little cash with you. So yeah, you give five bucks, a couple bucks here and there. Makes a killing. What a scam. Well, um, you're in a you're in a good mood for. I I I kind of expected to get you a little surly. A little salty, I, Matt. I expected to get salty, Matt, today. Salty, um, I, I do. I don't know. So I don't feel great. And I so, think I know well, where you're which going one, with this. Yeah, I am. Um, do you want to talk about the uh, announcement today for uh, the Metro's stadium? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, if you want to. Yeah, kind or do of you want to talk about to uh, your... No, I mean, they kind of... They, I think your opinion goes hand in hand. Sure, sure, So sure. the two things yeah, here no, that, that I wanted to talk to you about is... Um, uh, can I? Is it okay if I call them the Chiefs? Will it just be easier for Please me? Please do. Think? Yes, okay. of course. The Chiefs of slash course. Metros at Arrowhead <laughs> slash Two uh, C Stadium. Um, yeah. They announced today that it's twenty two thousand fans for the first few games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my understanding is that, and I don't, I, I haven't really seen the report. So correct me where I'm wrong. I'm, I'm going off some something that I've heard from somebody that works for the organization, but yeah, my understanding is their proposal was for approximately 25% capacity plus suites, but that it would be, this is your ticket. Basically, this is your seat. This is your concession stand. This is your urinal. This is your gate. This is your entry time. This is your parking spot. Um, do not leave this area. So reminds me a little bit of when. Okay, I was so at, let me just stop you right there. Yeah, so I, wanna, um, I don't mean, I don't, because I don't want to go buy false information. It is at, it's, so it's at 22% of capacity. That's the number. So okay. I got 22,000 in my brain. It's 22% capacity. Go get ahead. My, I get my, uh, so can we just for easy math say, it's, call it's it, around uh, that number. It's around that number. I mean, I think it's like 17,000 maybe. Yeah, so let's, let's say that seen... stadium holds 78,000. Sure. Um, so they get those. I'm doing math here. Nobody told me. Oh, no, yeah. yeah, math, yeah. This is probably something I should be able to do. Relatively. You should I mean, be, yeah. Well, I, I think you were right because it's, it's 17-1, okay. one, 60. I wish that's because I just knew the math, but I think I saw someone else say that, you know, that it was basically 17,000, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you can put, so you can put 17,000 in, in the stadium. So realistically, if you are a season ticket holder, and I believe that it's only open to season ticket holders for the lottery. Interesting. Okay. I don't think that there will be a public sales. I believe that it is only for season ticket holders. Okay. So you should, if they, and I believe that it was for the first quarter of the season. So for the first two, like basically the first four home games, it might have only been for the first two. But you should be able to attend one of those games. In, in theory. Okay. So meaning, if you are a season ticket holder, you should plan on well, going hold to on. one the of question is, one of the every four is, games. Right. The question is number one: How many season ticket holders do they have, like overall? Because they they obviously don't sell the the place out with season ticket holders, right? It's I probably mean, around sixty five thousand. 
You think, and you think they're yeah. selling that many? Okay, so even and let's just even say it's sixty. Well, okay, let's say that it's that's uh, an easy number. Let's say it's, it's an easier number. Well, 50. let's say that it's. Um, I I I let's say it's eighty-eight percent, right? If it's eighty-eight percent of the tickets are held by season ticket holders, that would give you twenty-two percent, right? No, Four four twenty-two percent. So if you I know, but it, let's say that of the capacity of the stadium, eighty-eight percent of that is consumed by season ticket and or suite tickets. Yeah. So then you chop that into four, and you say realistically, you should expect to go to one in four games, one of of and four games, season ticket, and that's where yeah. you get your twenty-two percent. Yeah. I, I, again, <clears throat> and my question to you, kind of, let's call it the green room because that's fun in our green room. You know, before um, when we were just chatting um, a little bit, just about like. Is, is that an experience you would want to do? You were describing what your kind of inside source a little bit had, had told you what the experience would be where you are kind of assigned certain areas. You, you Meaning, would you go in? So, so sporting has a similar scenario where they're going to allow a certain amount of people in, you know, upwards, I think, of 5,000 or something like that, which is probably a similar number percentage-wise to what, you know, Arrowhead is looking at. And again, I just wouldn't want to go for two reasons. I don't know that it's safe. And I don't also in, in that scenario, and I don't see how it still would be. And the second thing is it's not a real experience, if that makes sense. But what do you think? Um, I think I don't love it because I <laughs> well, think no. that, I mean, we can, I think uh, no one loves it. Everybody wishes we could fucking, you know, sorry. I think I that it's cussing. a, I, I think there's a competitive disadvantage, first of all. So Philadelphia, for example, and I think new both Giants and Jets have already said no fans. So to say, well, these teams are going to play in front of empty stadiums. These teams are going to play in front of... 16,000. Really these I teams are, if they're going to reconsider that. play in, in front of 35,000. And I think league mandate across the board is 25%, no more than 25%. But <clears throat> maybe it's the city, though. If you honestly, if you look at it, could be the city too that are making a big decisions in these because, yeah, it's a county. At, well, when they, well, this, I'll just say that when they put out the announcement, they put it out as being Quentin Lucas also being part of it like a big part of the announcement if that makes sense so that we made an agreement or we we made this decision working with the health professionals and quentin lucas the mayor of kansas city if that makes sense so i'm wondering if in some of those places the mayors slash governors slash states themselves have said we're not doing it and supporting it you can't have it and that's really the difference. I don't know. I mean, because to me, it sounds like New York has a has it, you know, comparatively under control as compared to a lot. Keep of in other mind places. those those teams play in New Jersey. Yes, but again, I think that eastern corridor part of that area, I mean, is in some ways going the right direction as opposed to other parts of the country where you might where they might consider playing. I mean, if you talk about Texas, Texas is to me a perfect example of where, you know, I've heard Jerry Jones is talking about film. Uh, well, it's not, 
Sorry. He's talking about filling that place up and, and you know, they're where, where they're going the other direction on that chart, you know, whereas New York, New Jersey, places like that are actually kind of they're they've come down from being way high you know but they've come down a little bit so i don't know i don't know it's it's an interesting it's a great point well so you brought up jerry you brought up at&t stadium and one thing i want to say is when we went to dallas for the the chiefs cowboys game there are certain sections of that stadium you cannot get into without the right ticket yeah. So, so you know at Arrowhead, you can walk around. Well, you sure. can't really get up into the club level without a ticket, but you can't, like, you can't you have, go down into the seat areas. They stop you, but you can no, go into no, 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 the, not on the concourse. No, 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 I get what you're saying. Not, not in, not a, not an AT and T stadium. Yes, I get what you're saying. You, you yes, cannot go in into Arrowhead. The what you're saying comparatively to Arrowhead. At Arrowhead, you can go to like the lower level concourse you just can't go to the seated area typically unless you sneak by one of the people yeah well in, at at&t stadium you can't even go they to the have. concourse right like you have to get through no, i'm sure it's very through semi- security listen jerry jerry's not going to be afraid to segregate people i'll just uh, let me just throw that out there if that makes sense well and it's also based on how much you're you know, it me, it, it is based on what your ticket, ticket price sure your ticket price right so if you're a suite holder or something like that you know yeah, i mean yeah. you, they're, you they're selling shoulder to ex- shoulder with the pores they're ex- well they're selling be- exclusivity well of course right? no, so we're selling they have it all the way they have it similar to where the sporting and they it's amazing more teams haven't gotten in trouble with like the access to the players where you're like standing right there where the players walk through the tunnel you know and stuff and stuff like that like Sporting had a big problem with that, with the player and some fans getting into it. You know, it's amazing that honestly, in some of these football, you know, scenarios, that haven't hasn't been worse. Well, our boy, I, heard, I was going to say, I heard the Atlanta Falcons were re- <laughs> thinking about doing that. We forgot. I did totally. Oh, forget I never. Our for, boy, dude, I, I tighten up. Forget, I know, How can you forget? Up tighten up, Tighten no, up. Is, yeah. Uh, speaking of looking back at old episodes, oh, we're going to eventually do. But yeah, that's. But no, so, that's it. But it's so. Amazing. I think for you, it's a. So uh, I think one thing that I've been wanting to ask you is there's different levels of safe. Like you say, you have said, we shouldn't return to school until it's safe. We shouldn't return to sports until it's safe. We shouldn't have fans in the stands until it's safe. But I don't know that I've got your definition of safe. I, I would say again, if you look at the numbers objectively in any scenario where they're doing any of the things that we're talking about in any of the places that they're doing these things, their numbers don't look like ours, Andy. Now, is there a legit vaccine anywhere, including Russia, who is saying they have a vaccine, which is total BS is my guess, but regardless there's no vaccine that's readily available right but there are places that i think could probably and and are probably and are safely going back and these are places that have successfully i mean i hate to use that buzzword of like flatten the curve at no point at no point have we done that in this country and it, and in fact we've really just we 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 steadied it for a second and then now we're climbing right back up. And, and so I guess that that's my num- my thing. If we had numbers like Europe, 
if we had numbers like a lot of places, then I would say fine. But we but just what aren't is, at those numbers. <clears throat> but what is safe? Sorry. That that's the that's the thing I'm going to pin you down on is your definition of safe. I, I, I'm going to be a bulldog about it too. I'm. I I'm know, not going to. I guess I don't. Like a I don't, White House correspondent. I just think it's like a, that. That's like such a weird. It's like what's your definition of life? You know, almost like what's your definition of safe? I mean, I, I don't. I don't really know how to put put words around like. I mean, I, I know that going to my job in particular and a lot of jobs, not just mine, but my job is a job where I'm going to be exposed to illness, you know, and, and certain things. And that's a part of the risk of doing the job. General, in general. In general, in, in every way. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I, and, and so I guess my, my definition of safe would be this thing is under control. And we don't have it under control. And if you, I don't know if you ask me what the definition of control is, then, you know, it gets tough. But I just think we, we don't have it under control, whereas other places in the world do. And so, and, and if no place else in the world did, and we were kind of all in square one, I would go, well, you know, I, I, I don't know. We'll do what they do. But we can't really because they're in one place and we're in another. I don't know. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, it does because you are going back. You you report for duty tomorrow. Yes, with no children, just um, adults. Also, could you could you do me a favor? Could you go like set up a camera on a tripod and just film yourself walking in? Because I want to do the uh, I've missed the NBA guys entering the building, so I'd like yeah. to put that music to it and like okay if you could wear like i don't know like a cool hat and uh from room 124 (laughs) here's here's mr campbell reporting from room 124 we're expecting a big year out of mr campbell this year coming off of last year you know he's really hitting his peak right as the coronavirus happened really got his legs cut out from underneath him i hate that that happened I he was my front runner for he'll be MVP. wearing the jersey. Yeah, he'll be wearing the jersey equality um, this year. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, oh man, did yeah. you watch any of the NBA today? No, I. Oh dude, I, Freedom, Freedom Murray had a went off in overtime. Freedom Murray, I, but, I, uh, say, I saw a lot of it on Twitter, and people we'll were very her excited name, about like day base day basketball. Yeah, we'll say great. her name. Mitchell scored fifty-seven. Say her name, Mitchell. <laughs> Again, what? That's what I his name know. is. His name's no I, longer Donovan Mitchell. It's say her name Mitchell. If you put it on your jersey, I'm gonna call you about what's on your jersey. I know. I'm gonna go with. I'm the anti. His of... mama named him Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. I'm the other guy. His name. Yeah. If it's whatever he says he wants me to call him, I'll call him. I mean, mama named him Clay. I'm gonna want to call him Clay. <laughs> his name is Muhammad That's Ali. <laughs> yeah. It's a classic. It's a classic. No, I. I mean. So you're and, reporting. And be... You're reporting back tomorrow. You're uncomfortable about it because you don't feel safe going back. Like your your chief concern is catching it, spreading it. Where where are you? Where's the angst come from? Here's what I'd say. I don't. I don't find it. Okay. Here's what I'll, I'll also tell you, and I think it's only fair. And I think again, having other than another teacher voice in here. It's not necessary for us to go in right now. I'll just tell you that, if that makes sense. So 
like most places, I, I, when, I'll say for us especially, because we are starting virtually for the first two weeks at least, no matter what, okay? A lot of places are not. And if you are not, then okay. You kind of, you got to be in your building before you have kids in the building. Um, the second thing I would say, Andy, is that, and maybe this is another piece that I want to, I want to bring up <clears throat> that I don't think I've, I've made clear enough as well. And this is going to sound bad and I want to be very careful because it's not the people involved, although the people involved sometimes are the problem. Okay. So you'll get what I'm saying here in a second. I have no confidence in the custodial staff and means that they have to clean these buildings unless there has been a massive infusion of money and people and expertise and time. Does that make sense? And I have, I have no, because every one of these MB, I, I want, we watched MSNBC last night. They had a big, um, which I hate that channel. You know that even though I'm Mr. Liberal, you know, I, I do not love that channel. I don't like it. Um, but we watched it because it had a, a back to school special. It just happened to be on because I think it was like Dateline murder mystery stuff like my, my wife likes to watch too, which is always a little concerning. But um, and it, I got and you, it dude. Hey, you yeah. saw missing? I yeah, know where to go. you know the deal. Exactly. I do. Uh, yeah. So, so it, it was talking about, okay, when we go back, here's how. And it talks about all these things like disinfecting the playground equipment after every use. And I thought, oh, well, there's goose shit on our playground equipment from pretty much, uh, you know, like uh, um, August through, you know, till we can't use it in the winter time. And so I, I just, and God love them. And here's what I want to make sure I'm real careful about. Some of the best people that I know in school schools are custodians and they're great people and they work very hard. What they are done is they're, they're understaffed, especially in a scenario like this. Um, a lot of them are retired people and things of that nature who do this job because they like to be around kids, honestly, and not in, hopefully not in a creepy way. Um, but they just also like to, it's a, it's a good benefit job. You get good things about, you know, but my problem is, is that my room, Andy, I, I couldn't teach in my room for two weeks at the end of the school year, two years ago, I, I, we've talked about, you know, cause I had mold in my room so bad, you know, and instead of getting it figured out, I, I just taught in the library for literally 14 days, you know, or more. I, I don't even know if it ended up being probably longer. Um, so that's, that's a concern I have. If that makes well, sense. Let me jump in Sorry. here. First of all, Please I do. think what it's you're talking right about on. on the custodians, because I want to make sure that people don't misconstrue what you said. You're not shitting on the custodians. Dude. Not again, at all. But what you're have, saying is that. Listen, in my school building, I, no one from my school this obviously would want to listen to this, or I really don't care if they do or not. If they hear this, they'll know that I have like five friends in that building. Right. And those five people know they are, they need to be the ones that maybe listen. One of them is the custodian. You know. Well, so my, my point is, and, it, and it's similar to a challenge that we face as a business, mm -hmm. that the guidelines and requirements that are put upon us by county or the state or whoever that governing authority is that comes out and says, well, this is what you should do. It is so pie in the sky. Uh, everything is, I'm sitting in my, my office in my khakis in my comfortable chair in my comfortable shirt. And I'm just going to make policy and say, well, you know what? 
the uh, you, you should just well, it's easy we'll go back to school and you just disinfect the playground equipment and right. it's like bro that that some bitch is lucky but to it, get power washed once in every three years <laughs> like now you're exactly. gonna say like we're gonna get clorox wipes oh by the way you can't find clorox wipes in bulk no and so what you're saying is that the staff that would be required to do this is understaffed and overscoped now Correct. to the point to where they're original scope they couldn't even really keep up with that accurate to the point where like i've done cleaning and contracts think about the children well think like about, for, think, and, th and that's the thing these aren't just adults too these are elementary school children sure. these are high school children these are these are these are children that are gross i mean listen just man gross, I, but, I did yeah. i did the contract yeah, for the yeah, cleaning that. crew yeah. for yeah. the the credit union yeah trust me man the scope of that contract is vacuum the floor clean the bathrooms, clean the break rooms. Right. They are not touching your personal space. As a matter of fact, they were not supposed to touch your personal space. You don't space. want them to. Yeah, um, exactly. So they're not cleaning your desk. They're yeah. not, you know, they're not going to disinfect your uh, work tables. They're not, you know, the conference rooms, I don't think, I can't remember. I think they did clean the conference rooms, but it's not like they were in there wiping down chairs and stuff like that. So, I mean, no. the scope that we put on for, cleanliness as far as sending our kids back man it you know i think you're you're kind of starting to feel some of the stuff that i've been going through since this thing first started <laughs> as far as like having to How overstaff you... to meet requirements of right. cleaning when well, but that's okay the reality and... of the situation is that it's impossible to wipe down your door handle after every customer it's impossible to wipe down the keypad after every customer. Right. It's impossible to wipe down your counter after every customer. It's just not possible. And like for you, it is just not possible. When these I can't kids, believe the kids. That, that, you wouldn't believe. I was telling Deanna last night that I used. I would have kids that would pile. They would just take. At one point, I would just give them the box of Kleenex, the whole box. And they would just pile six, seven, eight, yeah. just snot rags on their desks. And I mean, it's just, and so I don't know. And, and the problem I have with that is, is that again, when I look at the scenario, when I look at number one, we have data now because kids have gone back, adults have gone back and it's not gone well. They've had to quarantine in a lot of places. They've had to do a lot of different things. Um, they've had to shut down. One college, what was it, Michigan State or some places had to go back today um, to virtual learning because they had such a big problem. They I want to talk. From, I want to talk about that stuff here in a second too. Yeah, but they went from they went from a positive. So when they went back to school, they tested everybody, two percent rate. Okay, by the time they had come back, they had come back to school for two weeks. Thirteen percent rate of the people were were get had it. If that makes sense. So, so I'm, I'm gonna let me let me jump in here. Um, we do have an ad read that <laughs> makes good, zero like really to put it right here. No. Is I'm gonna I'm gonna put it at another place because it, it just is. It's uh, not. It can't sure? go here. Um, okay. Just it it can't. Like it's highly appropriate. You sure? I mean, I think you should. Anyway. Listen, man. People pay us. We're gonna do their ad reads. Okay. That's I true. mean, we we've got sponsors. Uh, we will get your we will get to your ad read. We're just not going to do it right now. Timing is um, very important. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get you we'll get you 
here, buddy, in a second. Um, but so I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, shift to I'm gonna shift to a uh, uh, boy. This is me agreeing with you on something that I have been like firmly planted in the opposite corner on. Okay, you ready for it? I'm ready. College tuition. I am 100% appalled, appalled that a place like the University of, insert name here, is charging full tuition for virtual learning. Like to me, like the class in college, the class that you go to is 25% of your experience there. The remaining part of your experience is learning how to grow up, socializing, sure. networking. You are taking 75% of that. Like if my kid were a senior and I'm going to pick on our local state university, um, the university of Missouri. Sure. Um, I believe that tuition, including room and board is about 12 grand a year. Does Gross. that sound, does that sound Accurate. That seems low. I mean, honestly, but I, I could be wrong. Okay. Well, let's say it's 12 grand a year. Okay. You just go. Yeah. And I'll, I'll might be 12 grand a semester. <laughs> I think that's no, I don't think it's, now. I don't think it's a hundred grand to, to go to Mizzou, but uh, my, point is, my point is, my point is to charge full tuition for virtual learning. I mean, dude, that's just crazy to me yeah okay no. so mizzou in state yeah you've got a 12 12 000. okay yeah. so it's about 12 about 12 grand a year to go okay. so six thousand yeah. a semester sure. um i mean dude it, it to me that's insane like like the question the question you're I simply get. playing paying for the the classes the professor i mean but you do then, then you're realistic- pay, i mean sorry i mean you got to pay for it you got to pay for you're getting but see but Andy, that's where i'm but that's that's again the argument we i'm glad we're on the same side on this right because again that's where it gets kind of creepy and weird because it becomes like you're just it's it's literally just like a membership club that you're paying for right is that what you're saying it's almost like or just like you're getting a card to that membership club but you're not getting any of the benefits of the membership club you know at what this I mean? point In yes some ways. Right. At this, at this getting, point, yes. Right. If you're getting it virtually, basically, that's literally, I, literally I don't it's think that concept it, of you're getting a piece of paper as opposed to, you know, you can make an argument, you know, that college gives you a lot more things beyond that degree. Yes. In, in, in a that's normal why I say, scenario. That's why I yes. say 75% of your college experience is not the in-classroom stuff. And I say that because... But is that supplied by the college, though? I mean, I don't know. I even go. Well, okay. So where, where I go with it from is um, when I was at the consulting firm, we recruited the major universities around our city. Sure. The people that were responsible, the directors and partners of our firm, like they would say, all right, here's based on like, let's say a guy went to that school and he was involved with a particular fraternity so he you know like they have the like the fraternity like the older guys not like they're not like students but they're like professional people that graduated out of that fraternity they're still involved they're like sure 
Yeah. Yes. So, yes. 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 So, um, like old school. A, it's not a creepy thing, dude. It's not like it he's. It seems creepy. It's, it's no like, man. Or, it's, or it seems like old school. Which it's like uh, it's, it's like the dead mother <laughs> for Cub Scouts and stuff, man. It's like that older person guiding. No. But this guy's, you know, making sure that the fraternity stays on the like a father figure. Yes, yes, something like, <laughs> like that. Like the George Michael song. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> that was anyway, definitely not about. So this guy yeah. is like, okay, so he's no, he knows these kids as they've gone through. So it's not like you're sure. just showing up on campus at a job fair, taking a resume from somebody and interviewing them and going, "Wow, that person was really impressive." they're networking for three four years and then that person's going hey keep an eye on we're going to look for this kid we're going to look for this kid hey i've been recruiting this kid to our firm Mm -hmm. for you know a couple years like this is somebody we should this is somebody that would fit well this is somebody that we we would want Mm. if you're not at that university you're not making those connections you're not meeting those professionals you're not meeting those people do they but the question would be could you emulate that virtually i mean i don't know could you, em, you well a lot you of know. fraternities and sororities on on campus get a bad rap for all they do is throw parties i mean they're doing a ton of community service and a ton of outreach i mean they all have community right. service hours that they have to yeah that they have to meet yeah, um, yeah. now the other thing of being involved in those campus groups and Throw fraternities and sororities out of it if you want, but being involved in those campus groups, sure, it allows you to, let's say that my major is business, your major is education, and there's an opening for a finance director at your, in your school district, and I see that, hey, Matt, you're friends with this person, or you work in yeah. this school district, can you make a connection, you know, hey, because we, we went to college together, or we've we knew each right, other. Right. Sure, sure, sure. So that networking is a major part of your college yeah. experience. And a lot of these kids are being robbed of that and they're being billed <clears throat> full tuition. And that's where I come to Team Campbell. Yes. On, All right. on this. Now, Another Corona we, miracle. <laughs> once we open this shit back up, I'm back, back on, I'm I'm back on the AC. But I do believe that to but me, Andy, you hey, get well, how me, in some ways that makes such a great argument for free college in some ways. And it become because what you're saying is so it's hard to quantify. Let me, you let know, me it's finish. hard to put a number on like what, if that, does that make sense too? Like, yeah, but I, I want to finish the thought too. Like if we're yeah. talking about just, if we were going to grade everyone based solely on what's your grade point average and what's your. Oh, what are what are the no, classes? Can't do that right now. No, no, that's terrible. If you're paying for college, you know, realistically, you should probably be paying for Metropolitan Community College because mm-hmm. the content. If you're pay, you're you're really just paying for the content because that's kind of what community college is. There's not a lot of on campus activities. It's really just yeah, go here, chalk up a bunch Show of up, of hours, right. and then you know either move on or get your associate's degree or you know figure out the college ultimately just for get you. the piece of paper to get you in the door of whatever job yeah. you want right where they train you for what you really are going to do yeah, so and, then you know. you're going to move on to a four-year university where if you need a bachelor's degree or a master's degree but if you do that community college route instead of paying so let's say that your classes for that for mizzou would cost six grand for the uh for the semester for a, a full load you're looking at about four hundred five hundred dollars a credit hour 
Whereas right. at community college, you're looking at a hundred, hundred and a quarter. So if right. you're only paying for the content, you're only paying for the, that class, right? I think one thing that does open, make, make that a little bit easier to do. And I mean, you know, there's already a lot of remote learning that happens face to face, but isn't at the university, right? That's where I didn't, you know, I didn't go to Lamoni, Iowa to my, to where I, you know, summa cum laude, by the way, can you imagine that? You, honestly, you, you do got I The only reason I flex that a little bit, not like that's some sort of big, amazing thing, but like the depths of where my grade point average was when I left Avila, um, is pretty incredible that I made it, you know, not to magna cum laude or whatever, but summa, whatever that means. I don't know, you know, whatever that stuff means, but like, that's pretty, I, I will say it's probably one of my biggest accomplishments and it really doesn't have anything to do. It's just like a, a number. It's like a statistical anomaly. Like how, how could your grade point average be so low? But then in the, <laughs> but well, then in the, you know, short period of time be, cause I went to school for like five years. That's, that's the other piece, you know, I just, you know, but some jogger. people, it takes them longer. Like, I think when we try to box everybody into, Hey kid, you, you graduated high school. Congratulations. Head on out to college. Yeah. You know, where some oh, no. kids, they may just be tired of school. Yeah. And, was, and you put them yeah. into college and they're just like, I'm just so tired of this. Throw them out into the workforce for a little bit and they see that the workforce sucks. Correct. And then they might be like, you know what, let me go ahead and go back and, yeah. you know, and, and bunkered you know hunker down i mean and i think there's a lot of different you know there's some things too you stayed around here i stayed mostly around here too you know like i then but then some people and you know it worked out for you a lot better than it did for me you know i think part of i always think it might have been better for me to leave you know in in some ways but hindsight's always 2020 yeah but i I also feel like i did miss out on quite a bit of the I do feel like I missed out on quite a bit of the college experience. Yeah, yeah, because you weren't here. living on uh, campus. And- you know what? Actually, we're talking about college. This is probably a decent spot here to go ahead and put this ad in. Get this out. Okay, so, good. Uh, good spot, we're gonna good segue. We're going to be quiet. We're going to turn it on over to our uh, – this is a paid sponsor. And uh, the disclaimer on this is 2Cs has no idea what the hell this guy is, does, and – Basically, if you sign up for a service, you are assuming total risk. We assume zero liability. So with that, take it away, dude. Hi. Are you a dude that wants to learn how to pick up smoking hot-ass chicks? Well, I'm your man with the plan. Head on over to my Instagram, at fakephilchickpickup, and sign up today. The legend they call hashtag FPP will teach you how to score that girl of your dreams and pick up all the luscious babes. Don't listen to these two losers. FPP is a legit poon hound. Don't believe me? Check my stats. Better yet, find out for yourself over at at fake Phil chick pickup on Instagram. Cool. You... Wow. That what was... the I hell mean... was that, dude? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, that's our first sponsor, dude. Well, I mean, he, he had to not find us. his way on that's here one us. way or the other. So he may, managed to finally pay his Congratulations, way on here. And it does show you that we will take money from anyone. Um, Jesus. If we would take money from that person. Yeah. Did you know he was I on don't... Instagram? 
I can only imagine. I don't want to know that. And I'm hoping that, you know, that's just a rumor or something funny he's just saying there because I couldn't possibly imagine what that looks like. I also want to know what a legit poon hound is. Like, I'm not, I don't, I don't really, I'm not super familiar with that, that terminology, but it also makes sense. I mean, I don't know. Hey, bro, I did the first ad read. made me think of him today. I did the first ad read. This one was one that was submitted to us, so I got I got nothing you gotta for take you, it, man. Yeah, like I said, again, we will take money from anyone. Yeah, well, I, I mean, mean so, we're not gonna. I mean, I shouldn't yeah, say. I anyone. mean, you know, hit us up over there at uh, Two C's with the Pot at Gmail. We'll we'll be happy to read your ad, and if you want to submit an ad, like <laughs> leave a message, long distance request, chick pick up on instagram you we'll know make it we like need- a misconnections page we'll be like uh <laughs> i saw you at chili's you were the waitress um it was july 7th <laughs> <laughs> oh man so uh so back to you going back oh. to school going back to cali right. to back cali to right. going back yeah. to cali Going back to school, like the quality. So of, here's a question uh, for you. Rodney Dangerfield. So, so NFL players were able to opt out. Correct. Okay. So it's interesting. Uh, Duvernay Tardif, op out. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, Williams, his, op out. His scenario, right? yeah, his scenario now, is weird because he's a doctor and he's actually going to try to be a doctor, you know, whereas some of the other people are more okay, like, well, so it's, like it's a family choice. But Yeah, yes, so like Damian Williams opts out. He gets, and they're going to get paid a certain amount, right? Like, yeah, it's either – Not their full salary. It's 150 grand or 350 yeah. grand, and <laughs> it depends on how they qualify. Sure, sure, sure. Ugh. Let me ask you something. You have a teacher that mm-hmm. – either wants to voluntarily opt out great, or is um, and, and that's what the NFL has. You have a voluntary opt out and then you have like a high risk opt out. Okay. So I want to take those two, to I want to take those two classifications and categories. I want to put them onto teachers. Okay. So what, if a teacher were to voluntarily opt out, correct. Aaron, yeah. How much of their salary should they receive? And or, or should it just be a flat $150, rate? $150,000. You know? <laughs> we'll, well take but, the low, we'll take the not, low end of the and, football. Guys. And that's not realistic, right? It's I not know, realistic to, to put joking. the NFL, <laughs> number, put the NFL on number on it. Or any so, scenario. So a guy right, like Damian Williams. Like, so Damian Williams just signed a pretty nice contract. Percentages, but right, if you look at percentages, that's probably it actually was, is accurate because it's it's some sort of small percentage of what he would have made. I mean, that's sure, the crazy so, yeah, part, it's right? a small percentage. So if Patrick Mahomes right. would have signed, uh, would have opted out, he would have gotten one hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> right, right. Okay, for so the that's season. The only, so, that's the. It's not prorated. It was for not what a. It was not right, a. Right, right. Oh wait, a, Pat, you can opt out for ten percent of your salary. No, it was. Right. Uh, you can opt out for. So if you're a, I think it's kind of crazy. These guys. Tier, I mean, I don't know. It's big money, and I guess you love the sport too. And I, I guess I don't know. I've talked about. I, I like playing sports too. Sometimes I, I don't. I just if you said, well, you could just sit out this year, and we'll pay you to sit out like a pretty healthy chunk of money. That that's I don't know. That's so, pretty enticing. So if let me just throw let me teachers. just throw a dollar. Yes, back let me to throw a dollar figure at you. Okay. Um, you're a high risk opt out. Okay. 25 grand you're on a a voluntary opt-out 10 grand fair not fair 
Like what? What the would you think would number, be a the ten grand number? I don't. I I don't love. I mean, you're getting ten thousand dollars a year for not showing up for work. Yeah, I know, Andy, but that's like a, I mean, if you think about that, that's less than a thousand dollars a month. I mean, part of me says no, I understand that, but you could also <laughs> you do you could in theory work. get another you could go work <laughs> uh, right oh i got you you could go do something else which is an interesting choice i mean you know depending on what you choose to work i mean if so you go if and you work said, at a grocery store that's a weird choice you didn't but, you didn't want to work you know but you could but, so I, i've actually talked to this with another teacher or two yeah okay and I some like of the this. things that like i just asked them the question without any prompting of what do you think is fair you know, and they're like, absolutely not. No, they shouldn't get paid, but they should get, like, they should be guaranteed like not f- to lose their job next year. It's like an FMLA, FMLA scenario. Yeah, I think that one of the persons For- said in their school district that they said you could take eight weeks of unpaid. Right. It's like, a, it's, again, it's like a male FMLA scenario where, like, you can you can take all you want off. Technically, they just can't get rid of your job, you know, in a sense, you know, so like, I mean, and I'm sure there's some parameters to that. Um, the, I mean, this is, this is, this is why to me, having a national policy on how to do this, or at least a statewide policy, some sort of guidance is important because I, I I mean the idea that I'll just put it in our scenario. Like I, I hate that we had to choose between keeping our kids, you know, all the way to December, you know. So they're gonna go a whole semester online where, you know, again, it's it's that choice of safety over education, education over safety. What are you choosing? And that to me, that should never be a choice that any parent has to make. It should be made on very safe parameters that I think, again, aren't being met right now. Restaurants aren't being allowed to open at full capacity or even close to full capacity, right? So why why would you open schools get even close to full capacity or even – I mean – there's just so many things. You're not going to have a national convention. The, the Republicans and the Democrats are not having national conventions right now. They're supposed to be having them, but but they're not. But but we're going to. Yeah, open well, schools. I was supposed to be at a preseason game. I know exactly. Happen. We're 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 limiting what we do sports wise. There's just this push, I think, to get back into school, and I understand it. I, I do. I understand the the burden that having kids at home causes and, and those kind of things. But I just don't see that we're any. I just. I look at March when we stopped going to school and I look at now and I don't see a difference. So I don't understand why, you know, I don't know. I don't know why, I don't know why we're going back to school if we already know that. And so again, I just think we could have spent all these months of going, well, are we going to go back? Are we not? What are we going to do? Planning on good online curriculum. So that that way, with with common sense, you know, that says, okay, we're going to go back, let's say, you know, because the the thing they were saying on the NBC thing was, well, when you get into flu season, what are you going to do with flu season, you know, and it's going to be, you're going to have, but they did say an interesting thing, which this is on your, I will say this for masks and interesting things on that side of it. it, it actually, in a lot of these countries, they're starting to already be into their flu seasons and things, but 
it's actually less of a flu season because people are wearing masks, if that makes sense. And so they're already kind of covering up, you know, what, so, so it's well, kind of I, a, I also think that there's a heightened, it could be the masks. Sure. But I also yeah. think that it's a heightened people awareness. People are washing their hands. Yes. People are not touching their, yeah, you know, it's, they're washing it's a heightened awareness a on, right, I don't want to say personal hygiene, but. No, but like, it's basically what it is. Yeah. You know, like, but dude, again, I, I just, well, I let me know, tell man. you a quick story about, about that. I was taking the trash out at, at the store yes and uh somebody did something one of the four of us did something that is one of my pet peeves okay liquid in the old trash can ski that's a bad one so your boy no, goes assuming to, it's not you, you no you're, it wasn't gonna... definitely wasn't me okay so your boy so, goes so to pick up one of the three of one of so one of the other three people <laughs> right. so your boy I, okay i take the trash out uh it's one of those weird things where I take the trash out because I'm the owner and I feel like I should take the trash out to prove that no like job it. is below anybody. Love so yeah, I take the trash good. out yeah, more yeah. than anyone. Yeah. You don't Scott Peolium be like, <laughs> yeah. look at why, that Snickers why wrapper. That, why has that Snickers wrapper been over there for four days? <laughs> no, I pick up the Snickers. So exactly. I pick this thing up, dude, and I get something wet on my hand from the trash yeah. bag. Yeah, and that just and nowadays, dude. Just I walk, normal. I walk back to the whole way with my arm like yeah. all the way out, like, six feet. Six like feet. my arm is, is fully extended away from my body. My hand. <laughs> and I think I told you I put a I put one of those foot door openers. Have you seen those? Oh yeah, yeah, those are cool. So basically, like I've got a foot door opener on the front door of yeah. the of the store there. So you just grab it with your foot, and then you you pop the it's door fantastic. open, and then if you, you can elbow it and yeah not all now most people don't use it but no, we've got little signs that point down to it like hey use your foot nobody uses it but but i i foot door open this thing i elbow the door open and i'm still walking with my hand just out like like it's got blood on it man but like you know before before this have been that big a deal i guarantee but, i would have that would have just gotten wiped on the old shorts or the shirt went in you know it's <laughs> like our our policy and you know, just operations is after you take out trash, hands. you wash your hands anyway. Of course. But like, it would have been just like, Ooh, get the slimy stuff off me. Yeah. You just wanted possible. to go take a shower. You're like touching. you immediately, you wanted to hazmat like spray yeah. off. Like, but now uh. it's like, now it's like, don't touch anything. Like my hand was so far away. You know what I should have done? I should have just wiped it on people's cars. That, you know, uh. nobody, nobody ever touches the hood of their car. That's true. It would but, it would bake off, you know. But anyway, and they and hopefully it was one of those ding dongs that actually did that because that is such a we do that because we have that problem. I mean, again, and we try to teach fourth graders that, and that's that's what's so interesting. It's like you would think that by the time people are not fourth graders, that they would not throw their milks, full milks, into a trash can, yeah. you know, when there's a sink literally right there. Well, you know, that's always my favorite part. Since too. we're talking about my store's trash policy. Other trash policies that I have are yeah. uh, when you open a can, you put yeah. the lid inside the can, and then you do not put that can in the trash bag. You put that in like a bucket or something that something else has come in. Okay. You know why we do that? Because I don't want it's people cutting their – no, they cut uh, their finger. Like if you can – you could cut your finger by grabbing that sharp edge. on. Like, you know, you open a yeah. can. No, it's got the, the sharp edges, so – Yes. You know, so if I like when I pick up the trash and I touch a can, I get irritated. You want to be cut up. Yeah. So yeah. no, so no liquids, no, no liquids, cans, no cans. 
And don't put like super duper heavy stuff in there. Yeah. Like if, you know, don't bring in your trash. Don't bring in like a your, your yard waste. Honestly, man, I don't even <laughs> care if people bring their trash in. Like just, I'm not taking it out for you, but on Make your way like, in, just throw it up in the dumpster. Like dumpster. that's cool, man. You know? Yeah. yeah like if you true. need to dump your trash, Matt, you know, just head just, on up to the dumpster, man. Just, just not yeah. like bodies or yeah. things like that. I, again, I I, not you know what? I don't even care, man. It's not ass, my, yeah, you know, ass that, not it's the entire in. strip malls. You know, they're not going to just don't put them in like my store shirt. Speaking of dumpsters, did I, I mean, I think you probably know that that's how one of my, not that you would have ever attended any of this party situation, but so we, I think we've, speaking of, again, old episodes, we've had the, what was the better party houses episodes. One of, if you remember one of the ways I got busted that I had a party was I went down to, and took everything down to the dumpster at my parents' church, like a real smarty. um yeah and somehow some way they yeah they figured it out in that way which i was like i don't need i didn't mean i was like i didn't y'all are working a little too hard on that but my dad you know he was a police officer so it was hard to get that one by him but yeah that was not a smooth move well buddy i think have we have we covered everything i think we're running low on I think we're running low on time. You've got, oh, man, you got to go get all your clothes together because you got to actually. I did already. Deanna's yeah. already been pretty proud of me. Yeah, I've been already trying to get my stuff together because yeah, it's all serious. You're, again. you're back, to, back uh, to, yeah, you're back to uh, sitting with all these people and these. I don't even know what again. I mean, again, it's just it's going to be so well, interesting because we normally just sit in our library, you know, all cooped up in one little place. I don't know how they're going to do that. Like. It's so well, I weird. Think that, I don't know. Oh, I will say this. I also don't know if I'm going to be, so you had to volunteer teaching wise. So that was another piece, right? So I guess you didn't have to volunteer. Didn't really, it's not really worded that way, but basically they did ask. So enough, and this is interesting numbers wise. So check this out. Blue Springs, they sent us an email and said 83% of the parents said they wanted their kids to go to school. 17% wanted online at okay at one point at least mm-hmm. raytown is almost well it's not it's not but this is how crazy it is 47 percent wanted online and like yeah the other 53 percent wanted at home so or, or wanted to go to school so the it's such an interesting thing to me was it but, a um, was it an uh, actual enrollment numbers or was that a poll. Yes, by enrollment numbers. Right now, 47% of the kids have enrolled for online. 53% have enrolled for, at, yeah, going to school. That's so shocking. They projected, I, I figured uh, it would be, like, if you t- if you would have given me those numbers and said which one is... You would flip-flop them, right? The school district and which one is the Isn't school district. I yeah, I would have I flip-flop them. It's so bizarre. And so, again, I think political messaging makes a big difference. You know, I just think if you think about, you know, if you really then look at where, though, where, I don't know, it's, it's an interesting thing. But regardless, so basically, we had to say, so he basically put out our principal said, do you want to teach online or do you want to teach at school? But here's the, here's the interesting thing. Once we all go back, then you have to go back and teach online from school. well and i think that that's i actually think that's a better way of doing it um okay but also i know in a particular school district here in in our town the and i need to be real careful about what i say because 
there's always a huge disconnect between corporate office and field. And I think that that, that is regardless of industry, company, whatever. But I think that central office has this real, you know, man, it's just like the reality of what they're suggesting. It, it doesn't work. And I know it from our church doing the, there's a difference between his sermon and the presentation in the building on Sunday morning versus the recorded, sure. you know, so to be like, oh, well, hey, no, 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 you're going to have the students in class this week. And then next week, you just teach your normal class. And, you know, yeah, they're just, it's the same. Right. Like, I think you've said it, like the way that you would teach a virtual class is completely different than how you're going to teach. The worst you're, idea you're in. Thankfully, it doesn't sound like that's what um, at least some of our district's going to do. But some of the worst things I've heard, yeah, is that whole just put a camera in the room and then the kids online can watch the teacher teach, which that is the that is the worst idea possible. Correct. That is dumb because yeah. you cannot do both act. You cannot do both. Well, there's just no way you can do that. You cannot provide a good virtual online experience or learning experience. You cannot provide, you know, a good face to face. If you're worrying about the online experience, like that's insane. And it's a, like a big, it's a privacy issue, Andy. Like we're very blessed. I don't, you know, our kids aren't perfect by any means, but our kids are not, kids that we would be very nervous that they were on camera all the time okay yeah, they're good other, looking kids yeah uh, the kids the kids uh, again this is not particularly about looks but they are oh, very good looking sorry, kids but this is a little more about behavior um and things that they do and that's the thing like i don't i mean if you have a kid believe me some of the things that i've seen you do not want to have that and other oh, parents yeah, seeing that other family seeing that like it's a it's a hipaa and privacy issue dude because like i don't know it's it's yeah that's not what you want either so you should not have like parents and that's the other piece like there's already been all kinds of crazy like violence and weird shit that's happened on camera in zooms you know like you know again like somebody got shot did you hear that some parents or something <laughs> got shot in florida it's always in florida right but florida like, man I think, florida, I think this is a florida <laughs> woman a lady or that might have been the florida man that shot her but she got shot and it was during the class during a class and it was like behind the kid <laughs> yeah as the class is going on you know, so there's things like that, too. There's the other piece of, like, we want to put all these requirements and restrictions, but I saw something that went around the other day I thought was great. It was, like, said something about, um, you know, remember that we're kind of guests in their home, you know, at this point. It's not like our classrooms anymore, you know? Like, it's more like we're going, we're, we're in their homes, you know, and they're kind of in our homes, and you, like, approach it a little bit more that way as opposed to you would approach it as, like, this is my classroom and these are my rules, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a really, uh, it's a fucking, it's a new yeah, world. Man. It, yeah, man. It's, um, I mean, like I was kind of telling my teacher person, yeah, uh, you, you know, just test your adaptability. Like, you know, you, you can be upset about all of these things and believe me, dude, I come home just bitching about everything. No, I know. You know I, I know. You go through it. You, a, you've been going through this more than we've been lucky to not have to deal with it. And see, I, and see I, I'm in a situation where, and, and I think for us, I think the, the health department 
just assumes that every business is Walmart and can tell their customers to fuck off and it not impact their business. Right. right. right? If Walmart, if, if today I say I'm not shopping at Walmart, don't oh, yeah. fucking know. No, I right. haven't for years, and they really just—I haven't yeah. seen them once cry about it or get yeah. upset. They haven't called me, right? Uh, you know, hey, Matt, where you, miss me. hey Matt, really missed you. Really missed <laughs> you in know. the shop, man. Where you been? <laughs> exactly. You know, not like I have people shit. like in my shop that I haven't seen in quite some time, and I was like, man, I wonder yeah. how Joe's doing. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt, exactly. Yeah, I miss Joe. Right. Uh, you know, you like have a, coming you here. You have a legit small business, right? You know, like man. But man, but Dave hasn't been in for him. three days. He doing all right? Yeah, exactly. I may text him. Yeah, I'm gonna check in <laughs> on him, man. See if he's doing okay. But like, we do not yeah. have the. Not everyone has the, the power right. to be like, "Hey, customer, right. get out." No mask. Eat no shit, mask. No entry. You know, right. get out. You know, right. I'll kick your ass. You know, we don't have that. And it's kind of the same thing as. I would like to actually see you do that, though. Well, fun. I guarantee that, dude. You guys, well, you, I don't know if you're, you're going to have to, to deal with it, but you're probably going to have to deal with parents that do not believe in the masks and are going to raise hell because their kids have to wear a mask and, oh or they God. have to wear, a, they have to wear a mask to come get their kid. Because, Andy, dude, it, I don't it, believe it exists in, I don't, out there, man. I know, dude. I don't know. Oh, I got, I know. And listen on, here's the deal. I volunteer for online. And I, so I said that here's my thinking on it. Number one, I'm not sending my own kids. So I figured, well, I mean, if I'm not sending my own kids, I should probably not go if I don't have to, but, but I'm going to school, but I'm, I'm just not going to be around the kids. And then, and, you know, a lot of it has to do with just like what you're saying, you know, that it, it, again, it's not, it's not even really school anyway. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's just... <laughs> I saw all these little different things where they had these little plastic screens up, you know, like between the te- the teacher had the plastic shield up and then the, the kids had each one of them were separated and had like these plastic shields between them. I'm like, it's just gross. It makes me think of like ISS back when I taught in school suspension, like everybody's in those study carols, you know, like, it's, you yeah. know, like in school suspension is, I don't know. I, I just yeah well even like the nba watching those guys like with the post-game interview and they're holding basically that boom mic yeah exactly they're like 10 meters they're like way far away (laughs) what do you say (laughs) they're holding it up man i'm waiting for that boom mic (laughs) operator to just like try to like lift it up and just pop somebody in the nose like of course damian lillard tell me about oh sorry dame (laughs) sorry about that i'm saying that's what i i I, so jason kander i don't know is kind of a politician is a local guy you know and i he he always every once in a while gets on there and says something about you know ask and i said something about sport in Kansas city, you know? And, and he said, yeah, I, I was really thinking about, you know, taking my kid to his first sporting game. And I, and, and but I, and then he goes, I think I'm going to do that next year now. Um, and I was like, you'll, it'll be worth it to have the real experience. You know what I mean? Like the, when I think of a chief's game with 22,000 or, you know, 17,000 socially distanced fans, like that seems terrible. That yeah, seems awful. I, I don't think that it, it's not going to be it, – the mystique and the magic of those NFL stadiums is the fact that you got 70, 80,000 so people exactly, that's the fun making of it. noise, making it havoc on the opposing exactly. teams. Like, 
you know the roar of the crowd and being a part of when they you know like yeah like there's just a level and hugging your buddy you know and like slapping high five with the people behind you and they're flipping off the asshole you know fans from the other team you know the official number for the chiefs is sixteen thousand eight hundred and twelve. but i just got a notification on my phone while we were talking that capacity at arrowhead is 76 416 and for the Chiefs Texans, that'll be 16, 8, 12. But, uh, you know, going back to the original question that you asked me, I, you know, look, man, if I get a ticket to that game, I'm definitely going because I want to see the ring ceremony and all of that. So they're going to do that. I just uh... sure. Why wouldn't they? That's really more of a made for TV thing anyway. <sighs> they're going to absolutely they would present their rings and it's going to they're going to present the game like it's opening night, like the NBA. The NBA has done a really good job with their in-game presentation and stuff like that. Like they, they superimpose the, uh, the team logos like on the floor and stuff. Um, and they, but I mean, it's a lot of what you think about, man, these games are made, they're made for TV, but the fans are part of that TV ambiance because of the 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 ambiance that they bring. Well, of course, and you just so, see, yeah, no, I but the, but twenty two thousand or, or sixteen thousand people ain't gonna do that though. Yeah, they're gonna right? do sixteen thousand, and they're gonna pump pump noise in. I guarantee it. And I think the Chiefs should be able to pump up to one hundred forty two point two decibels. <laughs> I think what they should do is take the loudest decibel that a stadium has reached, and be able to just pump that and make it make it that. I, All again, right, is uh, is Layla calling you? I think we got it. Yeah. Here's the thing, man. Now that we've got sponsors, we actually have to like thank them. Oh, so we okay. got to save room That's for that, nice. you know? So let's, uh, let's wrap it up, man. We'll pick up. Well, next week, special show, you know, big, like, big today show. marks our 52nd unique episode. We've actually been we've done more episodes than that, but we had some repeats in there and then, you know, sure, like you the, uh, the intro thing, but right. so we're just going to take a little look back ski next week uh, and just kind of, uh, kind of think what, what the world was like a year, <laughs> 52 Ooh. episodes ago. So it'll be, be a little amazing. over a year, but um, all right. Well, uh, let me thank our sponsors. Please um, do. Those good brothers, beautiful people, great friends over there at uh, Cornerstone PHGD. Again, you can find them on Twitter at Cornerstone PHGD. Uh, episode right. one drops September 1st. September 1st. And, as of right uh, now. As of right now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Uh, look, if you're having trouble in your love life and uh, you're needing a little bit of help, uh, head on over to Instagram, at FakePhilChickPickup. And uh, oh, if it's even a real thing, probably isn't, but you know, whatever, uh, it might be. head on over there to Instagram and, uh, see what being a legit poon hound. I, I <laughs> do. And I will that, 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 okay. This that is really me ad living this here. I'm, I'm just trying to, <laughs> right. uh, anyway, thank you for at fake Phil chick pickup on Instagram. Yeah. I do like the fact that he ended his ad with Keel. K E W K Q. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's what the cool kids do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm at Andy Cavanaugh. He is at WMC Hammer 33. 33. On Twitter. Mm. And we are at CS underscore pod. And we are out of time. We will see you guys next week. Until then, everybody be safe. Matt, especially you. 
heading back into the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I really hope that your clothes fit. Um, cause they it's, probably, don't. it's no. probably been a while since you've, since you've actually had to wear real clothes and, uh, My clothes don't fit. Yeah, no if more. you, uh, if you need, need to go find your manscaper and, trim oh, trim things up yeah. you know, to, all right well, i don't I'm know if you need to trim this up <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you need the manscape 3.0 to head back to school but you know no no i don't think yeah, so yeah all right buddy all right man hey seriously be safe and uh catch up with you next week all, all right. right see you soon